Welcome to the Herald Podcast, New Generation, a podcast created for those who desire a new way of gaining information rather than reading a traditional newspaper. In our show, we will discuss everything from sports, pop culture, politics, and local news. To stay up to date on our latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and you can also check us out weekly on all major streaming platforms. And don't worry, we keep it short. You are now listening to the New Generation Podcast. I'm your co-host, Janae Avery. And I'm your other co-host, Tanner Mondock. And we're glad to be back for another week. For this week, we are having a Memorial Day special edition podcast where we're bringing on a few veterans. So stay tuned to find out a little bit more about their time served in the military. The first veteran to be featured on our episode is Nathan Floyd. He currently serves as the administrative assistant at Mercer County Veteran Affairs. He served the U.S. Army a little over 17 years. Nathan, thank you for joining the show with us. Thank you for having me. To get the interview started, our first question is, can you kind of just talk to us a little bit about your time served as a a soldier? I got to say I enjoyed every minute of it as far as, you know, learning something new. Uh, gaining new friends, uh, actually family. We call each other's brothers and sisters. There was hard times and good times, but all in all, it was, it was a great experience. When did you uh, start? I know it was 17 years, but uh, what what years were those? Uh, they were from actually 95 to 2015. 95 to 97, I was in reserves. And from 97 on, I was in uh, active duty. So you, you mentioned to us that, you know, you had some good times and bad times. I'm sure that will come with anything that you spend doing for 17 years. So would you like to just talk to us a little bit about that? Maybe uh, how about let's kick it off with maybe some of the bad things that you experienced, if you're willing to share any of that with us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, last minute training. Uh, you know, if it's not raining, we're not training. Weekends gone, uh, holidays, not, not with families, you know, long days, little, very little sleep. But, you know, you, you push through those things and uh, all to make a more cohesive and uh, better unit. The sacrifices are more than sustainable. And so, you know, that's obviously something that um, a lot of people who serve go through is just like missing out on big like family moments. So like what was that kind of like for you then? Uh, at first, it was extremely hard, you know, because it's like birthdays or, you know, Christmas and then it becomes a pattern and it just be, it become kind of numb to it. You know, it's to be expected. You don't really count your chickens, I guess you could say, or, or hold your breath for making see if anything's going to go there because training mission comes first. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, family, friends and uh, particular thoughts and beliefs come secondary. And you did touch a little bit about holidays. And speaking of holidays, Memorial Day is coming up. And we all know that Memorial Day is not necessarily Veterans Day, but it's mostly meant to honor soldiers who have passed away. So when you think of Memorial Day, what significance does it bring to you? It brings back the bond that you create with those that you've served with. And if you don't mind me saying so, I guess, you know, those that we have lost due to service, but we tend to forget about those that we lose to uh, the 22 a day. People tend to not, I per se, remember them at the same time. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I've lost plenty in both aspects. And so I try to reflect on what they've done and what they've provided for us and uh, how we can best uh, carry on for them. During the time that you did serve, is there any time that you know you look back on uh, pretty fondly on? Is there any uh, specific stories or anything that you have to tell? I gotta say, both my time serving in Germany, one of the greatest duty stations or assignments I've actually had, uh, both in Bavaria and uh, southern Schwaben and Stuttgart. Festivities, you're no more than a train ride away from anywhere that you want to go. So, friendly atmosphere, uh, got to experience a lot of cultures. And then kind of just to wrap up the conversation with a broad question, if you could give your younger self any advice, what would that be? Again, push harder. So if you were to push harder, what do you think that maybe you could have achieved that maybe you feel like you didn't? There's nothing that I didn't achieve. I just wanted to see what more I could achieve. Because mm-hmm. I believe I achieved everything that I, I, was, I set out to do. You got to take uh, every opportunity and chance that's presented to you and, and, and use it to its fullest. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on to the podcast and we appreciate you serving our country for, you know, 17 years is a very long time. So just to devote that much time to the country and we greatly appreciate your service. Thank you. It was an honor. I greatly appreciate that. Thank you guys for joining us for this special Memorial Day episode of New Generation. I'd like to introduce Don Huntington. You may also know him as the guy with the chickens from Thursday's paper, but he was also a Marine. He served from 1979 to 1983. So Don, we're happy to have you here with us today. And we have one other guest too. Along with Don, we also have Jody Fitchko. She is a former Air Force veteran. She served for four years and she now serves as the assistant director at the state parole. So how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Doing great, thanks. Well, we appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to come on to our podcast. And thank you guys also for serving our country. So to start off the interview, we're just gonna ask, can you talk to us a little bit about your time served as a soldier? Jody, if you would like to go first. Yeah, I was in the Air Force from 1998 to 2002. Joined up, did my basic training at Lackland Air Force Base in Texas. My tech school was at Fort Meade, Maryland. I was in public affairs. Ultimately, I was stationed at Langley Air Force Base in Virginia. I did a 90-day rotation in Saudi Arabia, which just happened to be when the USS Cole was bombed. So we were a little bit on edge there for a while, but came home, finished out my enlistment, and came back home and kind of jumped right back into civilian life. And Don, if you want to tell us a little bit about your time as a Marine. Yes, I went to Paris Island back in November of 1979. I was helicopter air crewman, and I was stationed at New River Air Station in North Carolina. And I spent, in 1981, I was deployed to Egypt when Anwar Sadat was assassinated and spent a six-month deployment in Beirut, Lebanon in 1982 as the first first U.S. military presence there to evacuate the PLO and American civilians from the city. You guys both have traveled all over and served our country. So is there one particular story or one particular event that you recall the most or that comes to mind the most out of your time served? For me, I think it would have to be actually 9-11 because that was the day when you saw everything activated at the same time and you're trying to battle your own emotions about what's going on in the world, but you're also trying to think of what you have to do in case you get called. Mm -hmm. 
where were you when when that happened? I was working in the public affairs office at Langley Air Force Base. Okay. Kind of like paint us a picture then. What was like the scene there? It was chaotic. I had come into work and we always had CNN on the TV in the office. And I walked in. I didn't even know anything was going on. And I saw the second plane hit the tower. And the whole office was just fixated and just looking at each other like we were watching a movie. It wasn't really happening. But everybody's trying to call their family and their loved ones and... We have no idea if we're going to have to, because we're all active duty at this point. Any one of us could have gotten called out. All of us could have gotten called out. So it was just definitely a very, very emotional day. And that, it really brought all of us closer together. For me, I don't have any specific story. To me, being Memorial Day isn't really about us having served. It's about the fact that each of us signed a blank check that could be cashed any time. Over the history of this country, 1.3 million of those checks have been cashed. And just since 9-11, over 7,000 of those checks have been cashed and left sons and daughters and moms and dads and wives and husbands without their loved one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was going to bring that up, too, that, you know, Memorial Day isn't necessarily Veterans Day. You know, it is also about reflecting on those who are no longer with us, those that we rather we lost in battle. So, you know, Don, you just talked a little bit about it, but Jody, is there anyone that maybe that comes to mind when you think of Memorial Day? There's, there's a couple. Um, the new assistant director of Veterans Affairs, Tammy McLaughlin, her husband was actually killed in action. So just having that close personal connection and having dealt with a lot of, uh, when I worked in Veterans Affairs, a lot of family members of those who were either killed in action or passed away from a service-connected disability I mean, Agent Orange was a horrible, horrible thing, and so many of our veterans are sick, but just to watch these families and to get to know them like that, it's really a sense of everybody's one big family, and with some of the, you just see everybody come together to help out the widows and the families, and you have so much respect for, they've had to accept that, that passing of their, their whole life sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And what about you, Dawn? Is there any person in particular that, you know, you think about when it comes to Memorial Day? I've lost friends while I was in to train guys helicopter crashes, things like that. I don't had I've never had anybody close to me that was an actual combat death. And uh, so there aren't any any specific people that I think of at this time. Jody, you kind of touched on how you did used to work for Veteran Affairs and you worked directly with a lot of veterans and their families. So what do you think the biggest struggle that veterans face? There's a lot of struggles because there is everything that you would have to do in the civilian world, I feel like is almost a little bit harder with the VA and it's almost impossible to do it on your own. So that's why we have the service officers to be able to they know the process. So I, I always want to recommend everybody find a service officer, whether it's um, anything that you're dealing with with the VA, because they are familiar with the process. To wrap up the conversation, we do have a broad question. So Dawn, start off with you. If you could give advice to your younger self, what would it be? Huh. I, I can't really think of anything. I, you know, I, I just try to live one day at a time. And, and my wife has a saying that is not hers, but it's a quote, you know, just do the next thing and don't try to take care of everything. Don't try to 
to solve all your problems, just whatever comes up, do the next thing, do it, you know, take one thing, you know, the, the old saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Well, your wife is a wise woman. No doubt. I think I'll be taking your wife's advice too, Don. <laughs> all men married up. <laughs> see, any advice I would give myself might be to stay in a little longer to see what else the military has to offer. Cause I did my four years, but I have talked to so many veterans that, I mean, 10 years, retirees, medically discharged. There's so much more opportunity than I even knew when I was in during my four years. And there's so much more opportunity just with being a veteran. I never really considered myself a veteran because I only did four years. So would definitely think about more opportunities. I also wanted to mention real quickly, we think about Memorial Day of, of all the all the combat veterans that you know people have died in the wars, but you know, veterans commit suicide at fifty percent higher rate than non-veterans. And the, the dealing with PTSD and all the stresses from, you know, somebody said war is hell and and it is. I mean, you know, you don't come back from that the same as you went in. So then what would you say to people who are maybe like struggling with that after their time served? Well, definitely, you know, whether it's the VA or or some other assistance, seek some counseling and even not really have, you know, like I said, I was in Beirut and in, in Egypt, but it wasn't really considered a, a combat tour. But even there, having been in the Marine Corps, there's a real culture shock getting out and civilians don't see the world as veterans do. Veteran, you know, situational awareness and figure, you know, looking at threat assessment and stuff like that is just like a normal thing. And, you know, supporting the person beside you instead of the dog eat dog world that the civilians talk about. And so it's a matter of getting some, you know, especially veterans groups, I think, where where you can share from the same set of, of codes, I guess, if you will. I would agree with that a million percent, Dawn. The advice gives to anybody dealing with any kind of PTSD is make a call, reach out for help. It takes right. a stronger person to reach out for help and make a call. There are resources. Well, I think that's certainly some good advice yeah. to put out there. And speaking of make a call, do you guys know any numbers personally? So if a veteran is listening to this podcast, do you know a number that they can call? Um, they can always call the Veterans Crisis Hotline. Thank you guys so much for sharing your stories with us and all of our podcast listeners. We greatly appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day just to come on and talk to us. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys have a safe and uh, hopefully it doesn't rain too much for Memorial Day. But um, hopefully you're able to have some kind of picnic or or gathering and just recognize the holiday. Well, thank you for reaching out to us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Have a great day, guys. You You too. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our special Memorial Day edition of New Generation. Um, And if you're celebrating Memorial Day this weekend with any kind of picnics or family gatherings, hope you have a fun and safe time and hopefully the weather doesn't uh, get in the way of that too much. So thanks again for listening.